Welcome to Exposure Therapy. This is the show where I do things every week that scare me and document them as honestly as possible. I'm your host, Sarah Minkler, and this week is a toughie. I'm going to attempt to run a 5K. I've never run a 5K in my life. I've never walked a 5K. I've never participated in a 5K in any way. The last like athletic activity like this that I did was a mini sprint triathlon and it ended with a two mile run. I honestly think a two mile run is like the farthest I've ever run at a time. And it was by far the worst part of the entire triathlon. Even after months of training, I had to walk parts of it. And the worst part was is that like some really old guy like in his 70s or something like passed me up on the the running part and was like, come on, if this old honker can do it, then so can you. And it just, <laughs> maybe I'm ridiculous, but it made me so mad. Like I don't understand. I feel like it's maybe a common older people thing to do that, to say something like that. But it doesn't help like if I could run faster, I would be running faster. And it just made me feel shame. <laughs> and that sprint triathlon experience was, I believe, in 2019, uh, four years ago. And we trained. We spent a lot of time, honestly, training with like the swimming and the biking portion. Honestly, if I'm just because I hated the running portion. And like I found biking to be fun and swimming was unique, I guess. And I joked before the sprint triathlon that my joke was that my goal was to just not get last. Well, I got last. (laughs) And while I did successfully complete the triathlon, it did not feel like a success. The swimming portion, I basically almost drowned. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but basically... The way it worked is we all started at a different time, like one by one. You had to jump in the pool and then swim like the whatever number of laps. And I don't know why, but we did not practice like the jumping in the pool part. And so I just like literally just kind of not cannonball, but like I just like penciled it right into the pool, which was stupid because my body, like I went all the way to the bottom and this pool was like one of those like Olympic, like really deep pools. So then I had to, you know, take a whole bunch of time to like swim back up to the top of the water. And while I was doing that, my little tracker device that was like on my ankle fell off. So then I had to swim back down towards the bottom of the pool. And it, it I just, it got me all in a tizzle and my breathing wasn't right. And I guess for swimming, breathing is very important. And so that part was horrible. And then the bike was so hilly. Like it was like rolling giant hills. And it doesn't help that when you're doing a triathlon, like if you're not wearing clothing that's water resistant or whatever, like you're just soaking wet. So we did the bike portion soaking wet (laughs) and it was very hard. And then the worst part was the run. I had to walk parts of it, which I really didn't want to do. And I was just disappointed. And I thought that since it was a sprint triathlon, everyone participating would be a beginner. Wrong. Okay. Apparently, some sick people in this world who like to run triathlons, like full ones, 
do sprint triathlons as like a little practice, <laughs> a little a little pick me up here and there, and that was just a sick joke. And they all had their little waterproof onesies or onelets or whatever they're called, and it was just <laughs> it felt a little embarrassing. And it didn't necessarily motivate me to continue doing stuff like that. I realized I do enjoy biking, and so I did continue to bike, but that was about it. And I'm curious if other people feel this way too, but I feel like running has had this weird boom in the last, I don't know, five or ten years. Growing up, I didn't know any runners. In high school, there was like the group of like the five or ten cross-country runners, And it's like, okay, good for you. We all like different things. I play, you know, some sports. You guys like running down the main road after high school. (laughs) Like, I mean, does not seem enjoyable, but it was was just a small group of people. But then all of a sudden, I feel like I get to college and it's like everyone runs and everyone has somehow done a marathon or a, a 10K or a half. And you know, I would hear like this random non-athletic looking dude behind me going like, oh, my buddy visited and made me do an eight miler. And like people that I've known forever started like running 5Ks on Thanksgiving or whatever. And I'm like, when did this happen? What happened to you? And it just kind of freaked me out. It's just always been a thing in my head that I felt like I couldn't do. My sports were softball and soccer. Softball was by far my best sport. And there is very little running, and that's why I like it. (laughs) And soccer, there is running, but it's kind of like short spurts. Like, you're not just, like, running straight for an hour and a half while you play. And there's the main thing is that there's another focus. Like, if I need to get a ball and beat some chick down the field, like, I am so focused in on that ball, and I will get there by any means necessary. But when you're just, like, running – with no really other purpose than to run, I that's just a lot m- more mentally challenging for me. And Caitlin has told me that I'm a fast sprinter. I'm sure that is relative, but uh, I, you know, I will sprint. I will, it, you know, I learned it in soccer. I will go down that field to get the ball. But if it's more than 20 seconds, I'm going to have to tap out. But... The last six months, as you know, we've been doing Orange Theory, and I've been really working on improving my overall fitness. Orange Theory in general is really good at like cardiovascular fitness and just like fitness levels. I'm not necessarily getting like huge muscles or anything going to Orange Theory, but I don't know. I just overall fitness. They say that a lot on like the Orange Theory Reddit, like whatever. And this last week we hit 100 classes, which is a big feat. And I'm proud that we've been doing it so consistently. Well, actually, (laughs) okay, side note. I have a side story from Orange Theory. So we have a coach. There's several coaches, but one of our favorite coaches is named James. And he's this like little cutie guy. He's probably a couple years younger than us. But he was our very first ever coach. And Caitlin and I have this weird little obsession with him, I guess. I really hope he never listens to this podcast. (laughs) And... Yeah, we just love him. And a couple weeks ago, he came up to me and was like, I know that 
I have a good playlist if I see you like dancing along to it while you're on the treadmill. And that just made my whole life. I was like, oh my God, James knows who I am and he likes my dance moves. Because the treadmill is so boring and so you know, I just, I just sing along. I'm not doing any ridiculous, embarrassing dance moves. Okay. Like, I mean, maybe I'm a little embarrassing, but I don't think it's ridiculous. And I don't think anyone really notices. It's just like silent to myself, but I guess James does anyway. So then the other on our hundredth class, he came up to me while I was doing the warm up and was like, Sarah, I'm so glad I, when I saw your name on the roster, because I have the best playlist today, you're just going to love it. And I looked over at Caitlin and she just rolled her eyes because she knew how happy that, that probably made me. And then she has been telling everyone that I just like went so hard, like the rest of class, I guess I was maybe dancing a little more than usual and being kind of cringy. Because I wanted James to notice because I just wanted him to know that he had a good playlist and I just want him to be my friend. Maybe I wanted to impress him a little bit, but it's fine. We love James and I guess he loves us. Well, he loves me. I haven't been convinced that he loves Caitlin yet. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, that was embarrassing. Improving on fitness. That has been what our goal is. And in Orange Theory, we run often, but I've still never gone more than two miles at a time without walking. And so I'm really afraid about attempting this 5k. I'm really scared. I do not want to fail again like I did with the triathlon. And I just don't want to be embarrassed. Okay, we are six days out from Operation 5k at Forest Park. And I kind of just remembered and realized I've never run that distance in my life. So here we are. We're going to try to run a 5K. We have Odie Boy with us. That's the whining noise. And it's mostly flat, which is not like Forest Park, but I need to ease in a little bit. And Caitlin has assured me that her watch is properly good at tracking distances because we had a whole situation back when we ran the sprint triathlon where her watch sucked. So... I'm scared, and I just told Caitlin I have no time distance. I just don't want to walk, so she'll prod me if she has to to make sure I don't start walking. You'll do great. Let's do it. We did it. I don't want to talk about it. I miss treadmills forcing you to go a certain speed, especially Orange Theory treadmills are so bouncy. There is no bounce. Just gravel, endless, endless gravel. But we went 3.25 miles instead of 3.1 just to, I don't know, make me feel a little more confident going into next week. (sighs) I did it. Saturday, April 1st was our race. Unfortunately, it was not a joke. But the night before, we attended a soccer spike ball birthday party for a friend, which maybe wasn't the best idea because we definitely woke up very sore (laughs) and the weather was not our friend that morning. It's April 1st, the morning of the race, and we wish this whole thing was a freaking joke. We were in bed and it sounded like it was storming outside, like it was so loud 
and we got so happy because we're like, okay, this is gonna get canceled. I felt like one of like I felt like back when I was in sixth grade, and I like would wish for my softball tournaments to get canceled because I was so tired. Anyway, turns out it's just win. Lucky us. Race is still on. We haven't been checking their Facebook every five minutes or anything for announcements. We did just drive by a construction site and the porta potty was blown down. So, I mean, we still have a hope. Maybe everything gets blown over and they're like, sorry, we can't do this without porta potties. Also, you know, the bad thing about having to pack ahead of time is I don't have pants and it is freezing outside. I do have a hoodie, so that's good, but I guess I'll just have really big goosebumps on my legs the entire run. Any other comments, Caitlin? No, I like this kind of stuff, and I don't even... I'm tired. I'm not really looking forward to it at this very moment. (laughs) Caitlin was like, there are people right now that are pumped and would be devastated if this was canceled. And we are the exact opposite. (laughs) I don't understand why we can't run 5Ks in the afternoon. Or, like, only under the best conditions. Yeah. Simply. Also... In the email they sent, they said there are, quote, thousands of participants. Again, I'm just trying not to get last. And if I get last against thousands, that would be devastating. Caitlin claims there will be walkers, but... definitely going to be walkers. You're going to be fine. I don't jog much faster than a walk, so it could be close. (sighs) Caitlin's been obsessed with me the entire ride, says I'm super cute. Do you admit that? No. (laughs) Okay, that was a lie. Well, we came too early because it's called anxiety, and now we are sitting in the parking lot, and it doesn't start for 45 minutes. So we decided if I go around the start line, one, it's freezing, so I'm not trying to be outside, and two, I'll just get more anxious, like seeing all the people that I feel like I'm competing against, even though I'm just competing with myself. I'm also really sad being back in Forest Park. We used to live across the street from it. And it's, you know, bringing back the memes. I went through a phase where I used to bike from our apartment around the perimeter of Forest Park every morning. It's like a six-mile bike ride. And I don't know why, but that's when I was living my best life. And Caitlin used to run here a lot, but I never participated in that portion. Anything to say? Mm-mm. Okay, Caitlin's only doing this because she gets Starbucks after. I promised it. Super excited. Great motivation. (sighs) Someone is running from the parking lot to the start line. Oh, he's doing extra. He's running around. Oh, he dropped his hat. Okay, this is not the energy I need right now. Okay, one mile in. How you feeling, sir? Horrible. Got a big hill. She's got it. Caitlin's going too fast. I keep telling her, slow down. Okay, we passed the two mile mark. How you doing, Sarah? I'm gonna kill everyone around us. She's doing great though. Sticking to her goal pace. Caitlin is too peppy. I might slap her. I'm feeling good. That makes one of us. Okay, Sari, finish it up. They were playing Taylor Swift at the end, and I almost cried. She did great. She did it faster than our practice run. Are you sure? 
Well, because we ran more. Fair. But we'll just say I did faster. I like that thought. Guys, I did it. <laughs> I know that I was so negative during the race and all of that, but that's because I'm not kidding when I say that running makes me feel miserable. Like that, those are my true feelings while I am mid run. But now I'm not miserable. I'm proud. I did it. And it wasn't so bad. And I got to do an activity that Caitlin enjoys with her. And that's special in its own right. I was feeling a little annoyed before the race for two reasons, okay? First, I thought that the main part of torturing yourself with 5Ks was to like raise money for things like sick children or something. I found out that the organization putting on the 5K basically exists to put on 5Ks. They, quote, promote fitness in STL or something. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what I'm doing this for? And second, there were a lot of children. And... The one thing I hate more than getting beat by really like older people who like pass me and say annoying things during a race, like in the triathlon, are getting passed and hearing annoying things said by children. There was some special like like thing where these kids read 26 books and they did 26 deeds and they ran 26 miles and this was like the finale of their program. And I kept joking with Caitlin before the 5K that like making children run a 5K is definitely child abuse, but they seemed happy. So I probably shouldn't be making that accusation. It is really funny though, because once we were back in our car and I caught my breath, I got really happy. Like Caitlin said, we ran it faster than the last one. And all of a sudden I started I don't know, I guess they call this like a runner's high or something. I was like, oh my gosh, like next time I want to run it in less than 40 minutes. And then I was like, I wonder if I'll ever, maybe I can run a 10K. Like maybe I could have kept going. And I guess I just started to understand what the weird obsession is. I'm not going to become like a quote runner, but I do see the joy in the game, like the joy in beating yourself. And it makes me happy to run with Caitlin since it is one of her favorite things. I would not be surprised if one day we are one of those ridiculous families taking our little children out to run the turkey trot on Thanksgiving <laughs> or having them participate in the 26 book good deeds mileage whatever stupid thing they had going on today. I, yeah... I promised myself when I was younger that I would never be a part of a family that did the turkey trot. But I think sometimes, you know, our younger selves just don't always know what's best. There is just something about going through a challenge with people you love. It's a weird, sick, kind of enjoyable. <laughs> and to make the weekend even better... Which, how is it possible? I mean, I got to play spike ball, which I haven't played in so long. I achieved my goals of running a 5K. But we also had our bridal shower later that day. Our moms and my sister put it on and it was just magical. It was like in the basement of this restaurant and they did such a good job. The food was delicious and we have so much left over. Like, I don't think we need to buy food for another two weeks. 
Caitlin's mom put together this amazing ice cream bar with gummy worms that I'm eating legitimately right now. <laughs> and just all the syrups and whipped cr- everything you could imagine for an ice cream bar. And there was beautiful decor and a giant balloon arch that was rainbow. And we had, everyone had custom name tags with kind of like how they knew us. And they were like Monopoly. And mine said, it's me, like, hi, I'm the bride, it's me, you know, like a Taylor Swift kind of pun there. And Caitlin, since she's a lawyer, said getting married beyond a reasonable, or getting married without a reasonable doubt. So that was fun. And there were three main games that we played, which um, it was a game night themed bridal shower. But the three games we played were Price is Right, Family Feud, and Jeopardy. And like there was a, my brother-in-law made a custom family feud board and it had two giant pictures of our faces on it and like my sister was the host and she was like sliding out the answers I mean it was just over the top I cannot even describe it and the bartenders yes there was a bar we go hard okay (laughs) the bartenders just made us they just like said that it was the best party that they had ever seen like that they had ever been bartending for at that space. Which was a nice validation, I guess. And just the whole party and everyone coming and our families, like it just made us feel so loved and cared about. Which honestly, at the end of the day, I think that's all that most people want. And I guess in a weird way, running a 5K is a form of me showing myself that I care about me. (laughs) Like I care enough about myself to overcome my fears and to prove that I am worth it and that I am capable. We all are. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to the podcast if you have not, and perhaps leave a review if you have a few extra minutes. I hope you all have a wonderful first week of April and go out there and get exposed.